Hey friends, today we're going to be talking about how to pair contrasting songs. When they say bring in two contrasting songs, what the heck do they mean? What are you supposed to be contrasting and what are they hoping to get out of those two choices to get to know you better? Does that make sense? Yes. So we're going to be getting in that into that today. I'm going to go through like three different ways that you can show vocal contrast um, that will be helpful for them to get to know you and all of the diverse skills and abilities that you have. Stay tuned and we'll get right into it. Welcome to Studying the Song, a podcast to help musical theater actors figure out what to sing and how to sing it so that you shine in your audition, one-woman show, or leading role. My friends, talent and passion are only the beginning. I believe there is freedom in preparation. I believe that when you put in the work, practice the skills, and do the research, something amazing happens. You become so prepared in your craft that you become unstoppable. In this podcast, I want to give you the tools and skills to create a powerful audition book that showcases your artistry and actually gets you work. I want you to feel totally at home reading the musical score of a show, and I want to help you define your unique artistic voice. Consider me your own personal vocal coach in your earbuds, cheering you on and bringing you the reality checks you need along the way. I'm Corey Yamaoka, and I'm so excited to be walking this journey with you. Let's dive in. All right, let's talk about contrasting songs. So many times I work with singers and they're like, oh, they want me to have two contrasting songs ready for an audition, right? And they're like, what two songs should I should I submit? And they bring out their two songs. And I'm like, yeah, but those kind of sound the same. Like, okay, maybe they're from two different eras, but it's the same kind of song and the same sound in your voice. And so there's a struggle of like, what do we want to show about our voices and what do we want to contrast stylistically so that they're getting what they're looking for. Okay. So first let's just say, what are they looking for? If you're auditioning for a summer stock season, maybe they want you to have two songs, or maybe this is for your online portfolio that casting agents are going to be looking at. What, why are they going to, they're going to listen to more than one song, right? They're going to watch you perform more than one song. If it's for a college audition, they have very specific things that they want, follow those directions. But again, they're trying to get to know you as a performer. So I would say the things that they're listening for are, what does this person sound like when they're being really intimate? What do they sound like when they're being more aggressive and outgoing? What does their legit sound like? Their belt, all these different things that I'm going to enumerate in a second trying to get a sense of what your voice is like. What are the different skills you have? Where are you more naturally talented? Where do your strengths lie? Where, you know, these are things that you truly excel at. And you can't just find that out in one song. You need to really hear somebody do several songs. So you're going to run into this need for contrasting songs quite often. Um, You know, you might think in most of your auditions, you're just bringing in one song. But you should always have that second song in case they ask, like, what else do you have in your book? You should always have a contrasting song already in mind. That's just a little pro tip for you. Don't wait to that moment until you decide what that second song is that you could show them, okay? Um, You also just want your audition book to be filled with a variety of contrasting material. So these concepts will help you 
look at your audition book as a whole, are these, am I showing enough contrast over the course of these 10 songs that are in my book? Or if you're planning a cabaret and you're going to be performing for an evening, you want to have a variety of songs. So this is all aimed to help you create contrast and variety um, for those casting directors, for those college audition panels, et cetera, um, to get to know your voice. Now, it is important to note that contrast is going to look different for each performer, um, depending on what your specific set of strengths are and what you're trying to show them about yourself um, and your personality. I mean, everybody's got their own energy and charisma and things about their personality that they want to bring out. So you're also going to be thinking about that. Um, and it's going to make your two contrasting songs be very different than what somebody else's were. All right, so let's get into three ways that you can show contrast. The first way is vocal timbre, okay, or vocal colors. I think this is one of the most important and primary ways that you want to show contrast. Um, oftentimes, we think in the concept of belting versus legit, or you could think more contemporary rock underlying vibe versus a legit lyrical style. Okay. This divides musical theater up into very, like two, um, very overarching, um, uh, what do we call it? Categories, but they need to know what, how do you sing when you're singing a ballad love song where you're earnestly, you know, desiring somebody, right. And you're using that more legit or classical based vocal style, bel canto style, but you're also communicating lyrics and acting while you're doing it. Okay. So that's that more legit style. And then what, how are you singing if you're being more belty, more contemporary or rock? Okay. Those, there's kind of a few different ways you could go with it to contrast legit. Um, you may, I would say those are, that's the main contrast. Another level that you might show if you're doing contrast is more of a jazz tone. You could do a breathier tone. You can show vibrato, straight tone, um, a more aggressive rock sound, maybe something that's real like high screaming tenor. These are all other vocal timbres that you might incorporate either as a whole song choice or within one of your song choices. But in general, it's that belting versus legit that more uh, strong, outgoing, maybe more up-tempo kind of song versus legit, lyrical, classical sounding technique, okay? And it's not totally classical. I don't want to reduce it to that, but um, more for women, more head voice, for everybody, more open vowels, more long, lengthened phrases, okay? So how do you combine two songs to show off these different things. Okay. So let me share a, a, a good example would be something like Astonishing from Little Women. Okay. It's a contemporary musical. She uses a lot of big, high belting singing in Astonishing. That's sort of like the feat at the end is, is that you're able to, you know, it's really a mix what you're doing up there, but very strongly sing up in that high range without flipping over to head voice. Okay. You could pair that with something like, when did I fall in love from Fiorello, which is, um, they're both sort of ballady vibes, but this one, the way that you're going to sing it is much more legit head voice, 
um, taller vowels, lengthened vowels. You're still going to use that in astonishing, but it's that, that quality of chest voice versus uh, head voice that we're looking at in when did I fall in love? Okay. Now, if you, if you wanted to know a bad example of what you could do here, if you were still going to sing astonishing and you got these big, crazy belt notes, you wouldn't want to pair that with maybe this time. Okay. Maybe this time from Cabaret. Because that song, uh, it's what we call a screamer, and it builds from beginning to end and keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it shows off big belting notes, right? And emotionally, there's a lot of similarities. We'll talk to those in a, uh, talk about those in a second. But vocal quality-wise, you're not going to get very different vocal colors in those two songs. Likewise, if you put When Did I Fall in Love, which is you know, a golden age song. And I'm going to talk about genres in a moment, but this legit style love song, and you put it with light in the piazza, you might think like, oh, these are totally different time periods, but the light in the piazza is also legit classical head voice, lyrical singing, right? So those are too close. When did I fall in love and light in the piazza? You want something where you're going to get a variety. Okay. All right, the second area that you can show variety or contrast is the musical era or genre, okay? And I've already spoken a little bit to that. You wanna show songs that are from two different eras. Um, why? Because they are written with different harmonic chord progressions. They're, the melodies are written differently. The performance style in those eras is different. And you wanna show them that you know what the stylistic elements are for one and what they are for another, and that you have the skill to be able to switch between them. So examples might be a golden age song or a contemporary musical theater. Could be a jazz standard, could be a 50s, 60s doo-wop song, might be a Sondheim piece, right? Um, it could be a vaudeville number. It could be an up-tempo dance number, or it could be a lyrical ballad. All of these are different styles um, some of them actual eras in musical theater, and some of them are just particular styles, like Sondheim's not an era, but he has his own style. So an example of this would be, you could pick a song from Carousel, like If I Loved You, beautiful ballad, golden age, young ingenue role, earnestly um, seeking out a, a relationship, love, all of this, right? Um, some innocence in the way that, that it needs to be sung, a sincerity in the way it needs to be sung, right? Contrasted with Life of the Party from Wild Party, all right, by Andrew Lippa. Contemporary musical theater, that song particularly is written with a lot of jazz underscoring. It's a totally different character. It's belty. It's got, um, you know, punchy rhythmic delivery. The melody is very disjointed, Whereas If I Loved You is very um, diatonic. It's very much in the key and stepwise motion. Um, so they have so much contrast because they're from two totally different eras of musical theater and indeed two different genres of musical theater. Let me give you a bad example. I always like the bad examples. <laughs> I think they're fun. Um, for women, let's say you were going to do um, I Can't Say No from Oklahoma. Great song. People might say, oh, you can't do it. It's overdone. 
That's a separate conversation, but if you do it well, do it. And you want to pair it with Trip to the Library from She Loves Me. Well, these are both from Golden Age shows. They're both comedic character songs, and they're too similar. The, the character type is too similar, and the way that they use their vocals is going to be too similar. Okay, here's another bad example for women. Uh, let's say you were going to do, let's go back to Light in the Piazza, contemporary, legit, long, melodic lines. And what if you paired it with Flight, the um, standalone cabaret tune? Also legit, also contemporary, long, melodic lines. There is some contrast, like Flight has a little bit more like angsty underscoring to it, which is great. It's a little bit darker sounding. So you might argue that that's what's contrasting. But as far as giving them information about your voice, it doesn't give them a lot of new information. That's what you want to think about. When I sing the first song, I'm giving them these pieces of information about my voice. And then the second song is going to give them a different set of information. I'm just discovering it in that way right now, as I'm telling you. That's awesome. Okay. Um, bu- 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 going back to the example of Astonishing and Maybe This Time. Here's where you have to be be careful. Like I said, these show the same kind of information about your voice being high and belty, right? Even though they're from different eras. So you might say like, oh, well, these are from different eras. Can't I do them? One is contemporary and one is like post-golden age, um, 60s kind of jazz score with Kander and Ebb's um, cabaret be like, yeah, but they don't give me new information. They still sound very much the same in your voice. Okay. So we have to take all of the factors into account when we're piecing together the contrasting piece. First of all, does it show different vocal timbres, vocal colors? And second, do they show different styles of music? And then let me give you one more set of examples. And then we'll talk about the last element that you're going to want to take into account. Um, Because I wanted to get some um, songs for the guys. So let's look at what would be a bad example for the guys. Um, You want to do Luck Be a Lady from Guys and Dolls. That show is a golden age song, uh, golden age show from 1950. And let's say you want to pair it with something from a totally different era, which is correct. Like You're Nothing Without Me from City of Angels. Okay. That City of Angels is from 1989 post-golden age, but it's written in a jazz style of the big band era. So you have to be careful because it ends up sounding very similar to Luck Be a Lady in the um, in some of the orchestration. And then also the vibe of those guys singing them. The choruses are belty, kind of out to the audience kind of pieces where it's very um, outward focused even though You're Nothing Without Me has some cool, it's not different enough from Luck Be a Lady, in my opinion. They're too similar. Here's what you could do, though. You could pair Luck Be a Lady with If I Can't Love Her from Beauty and the Beast. Okay, so different pieces of information. Luck Be a Lady, Belty. We, it's golden age, so it's like a belty uh, <laughs> legit. Is that does that make sense? You still need your nice tall vowels and your long lines on luck be a lady tonight, right? 
Uh, still has a lot of rhythm though with it too. In comparison to If I Can't Love Her, which is truly, truly a ballad. It's intimate. It's working out his feelings about this woman, right? All of this other stuff. It's going to show a different part of the voice. So this could be a good pairing if there's anybody, uh, any guys listening that need two songs. Let's talk about the third way that you want to show contrast. This is important. Um, and I think we don't think about it enough in the context of our audition book. Showing contrasting emotional moments. Okay. So we don't want two songs that are both about falling in love. Even if those two songs are from different eras and even if one, maybe you could get away with it if one was falling in love and it was really like up-tempo fun number and one was a ballad. But is there a different emotional moment that a character might go through that you could pair with one of those falling in love songs? There are so many different moments in a character's life, in a human's life, right? And characters are just humans on stage. There's different moments in their arc and different emotional peaks and valleys that they go through. And can you show a contrasting emotional moment? So while you might do a falling in love song, could you then do a, a picking yourself off the floor and defying the odds song? Or could you do being the life of the party? Not necessarily that song, but just a song where it's energetic and up and celebratory and I'm the focus of attention and having a great time with a song where you're mourning the loss of someone that you love. So it, it takes you in this comparison now from like a vulnerable, honest moment to a more outgoing or aggressive moment. Okay. So that's sort of a general way to look at them. You can also think of it as being maybe serious versus comedic, but even more specifically, like what is the emotional moment that is serious is falling in love is also, uh, is serious, just like mourning a lost love is serious. But those are two different moments, and they're going to give you two different, um, you know, senses of your of your humanity and your understanding of life. And you're going to communicate that to the casting director, to the director. I think that's important to not just be caught up in one one moment to have astonishing and defying gravity. You know, like you would never pair those, but you might also not need both of those in your audition book because they're the same thing. You know, they're the same thing. Okay. So let me give you some examples of contrasting emotional moments. What about, I want to dance with somebody, the Whitney Houston pop tune, having fun, living life, wanting to go out and party and hang out and just like the, like the world is great. You're on top of the world with a little fall of rain <laughs> from Les Mis. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody do a little fall of rain in an audition, but I think you could pull like a 16 bar cut. And, you know, it's the moment where um, Eponine is dying in Marius's arms and he realizes they, they have that moment where she's like, I've loved you. And he realizes he hasn't been there for her and he knows she loves him. And 
what do you do if you don't love somebody back? You don't, you're not just going to be with them. But there's some other things he could have done. And in this moment, he feels like, oh, what can I do to help you? So it's, it's Eponine's, mainly her song, even though they both sing. And she's letting go of the man who never loved her back. And she's, she's finding her peace. So that would be a great contrast with I want to dance with somebody. They're also different time periods, right? Little Fall Les Mis is 1980s mega musical pop opera. I want to dance with somebody is it's also 1980s, funnily enough, might be early 90s. Um yeah, might be more 90s pop fun, you know, almost bubble bubblegum pop tune. Okay, radio hit. So very contrasting. So be thinking in this way, how can I show you a different moment in a person's life? How can I show you the different experiences that I've gone through in the depth of my own understanding of life through my song choices and show different vocal colors and show my knowledge of style from different genres? It seems like a tall order, but you kind of start getting the hang of it and and eventually you realize like there's always going to be some levels of or some pieces of information, right, about your voice, some aspects of your voice, abilities, strengths, whatever, that you might not get to feature in one of these two songs. But you can show a lot, okay? If you have questions about whether your songs are contrasting enough, send me an email. It's just hello at koryamaoka.com. Or find me on Instagram at Koryamaoka. Send me a DM. I would love to hear what songs you're considering pairing for an audition. If you want to know like what's that second song you should offer if they ask in an audition situation, I can help you weigh, I can help weigh in on that. But I'll answer your question directly to you, but also on the podcast so that other people can learn by hearing more examples. All right, that's all I have for you today. Come on over, continue the conversation, join my email community. You can find me at koryamaoka.com. You can sign up for my email list. There's plenty of resources available for free on my resource page. Um, come on over and check it out. I would love to get to know you. Until next time, be well. I'll see you later.